Milk minute, milk minute, milk minute, yeah. This is Maureen Farrell and Heather O'Neill, and this is the Milk Minute. We're midwives and lactation professionals, bringing you the most up-to-date evidence for all things lactation, so you can feel more confident about feeding your baby, body positivity, relationships, and mental health. Plus, we laugh a little or a lot along the way. So join us for another episode. Um, hey, besties. We're back for a special, um, a special extra funny episode, I hope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're letting you take the wheel today and tell us your breastfeeding mishaps in honor of our almost April Fool's Day, if you celebrate that. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, since April Fool's is all about all things funny... We thought we would bring you an episode about the funny parts of breastfeeding. Because honestly, this is a hard job, okay? It is hard to breastfeed your baby, and we have to laugh about it or we will be crying. Right. And just because you had a baby does not mean that you stopped doing everything else that you were doing in life. Mm -hmm. You've got errands to run, social events to attend, you got work to do, you've got households to manage. And when we stretch ourselves really thin, accidents and bloopers are bound to happen. Yes. And I'm hoping um, these stories from other listeners are going to remind you that nobody is perfect. And that we should find the humor in our mistakes and mishaps. Yes. Laugh at yourself and most importantly, laugh at others. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I'm going to remind you we offer private consultation. And if you're interested, there are always, always, always links in our show notes. That is not a joke. Not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, April but Fools. you know, you know what is a joke that we forgot to mention on our hundred and fiftieth episode? Oh my God. That it was our hundred and fiftieth episode. We are professionally a little bit of a joke sometimes. We forget to celebrate ourselves regularly. We do. Um, so pat on the back to us at episode one fifty four that we made it to hundred and fifty episodes. That feels big to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. We're just a couple months away from three years, actually. How many days have we spent talking to I you? I don't know. A lot. Wow. Are you about to do math? Maybe. I'm just going to estimate, you know, if we're estimating um, that, like, each episode is about an hour, that's six full days. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> We've spent a week talking to you. Oh. Night goodness. and day. Welcome to the <laughs> Milk Minute Retreat, everyone. <laughs> A breastfeeding intensive. If anybody has ever listened to every single episode back-to-back nonstop, I would like you to call me and also call your therapist. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's thank a couple of our patrons. Oh, yeah. Okay. So today I'm going to thank Pam from Minnesota. And then let's see who else. We have Charlotte from Detroit. Yes. Pam and Charlotte, thanks so much for being a part of our Patreon. We appreciate all of the support that you give us. All right. Let's take a minute to thank one of our sponsors. And when we come back, we are going to answer a question about solids and balancing nursing with an older baby. Have you guys ever been listening to our show and thought to yourself, man, I really want to work one-on-one with Maureen? I do every day that I sit here podcasting across from you. (laughs) Well, lucky for you and everybody at home, 
I offer both in-person and virtual support through my business. And in my business, Highland Birth Support, I'm dedicated to mentoring you guys through your childbearing year. So that could start with fertility all the way through pregnancy, childbirth, postpartum. I offer home birth midwifery services, doula services, lactation support, herbal support, anything you guys need. You even do miscarriage support. Absolutely, I do. That's one of the biggest things that is so hard to find. And I think that your people that are local to you are so incredibly lucky to have this service. Thank you. And I just feel really happy to serve everybody. And I'm so happy I can expand my services virtually as well. Yeah, telehealth for lactation has been really important through the pandemic. And I think we just about got it perfected at this point. So if you guys want to work with me, head over to highlandbirthsupport.com and check out what I can offer you. That's H-I-G-H-L-A-N-D birthsupport.com. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We have a question from Aislinn from Minnesota. All right. Aislinn says, my 11-month-old daughter could go all day with just a handful of minutes nursing, Yeah, but wants to nurse at night. I think her new skills, like walking, have her excited to move and not stop all day long. She's eating larger amounts of solid food, and I'm not sure how to be balancing the solids and nursing. How do I know how to time it all? Snacks, solid meals, nursing. It's making me feel crazy. I want to continue nursing as long as it's working for both of us. I just don't know how much she's ever getting day or night since she's always been exclusively nursed and never took bottles. Any advice? My first piece of advice is to take a deep breath and let go of 95% of that anxiety. Yeah. At this age, it doesn't really matter so much. 11 months, 12 months, 13 months, that's the time when babies are really transitioning to eating more solids than milk. And we say a year, but it's not like the day they turn one for every baby, right? My advice is to take advantage of the quiet times of the day to do as much nursing as you can. A good time is like when baby wakes up from a nap, stay in their room and nurse, right? Keep the door shut. There's nothing else going on. Um, When they wake up in the morning, that's a good time to nurse. You know, um, you can offer milk before a meal, but before baby realizes it's a meal time. Right. Because at that age, if they realize it's lunchtime, they do not care about your boobs. They're like, I would like snacks, woman, but not the boob snacks. But if you're anticipating it and you're like, okay, it's 1130. I'm going to like, you know, make up lunch in a half an hour. Oh, hey, baby, let's go like sit on the couch, go to the place, go to the nursing place. Right. My if I want my baby to sit down and nurse at this point, I turn on Bluey and I put it next to me like, on my side so she can, like, nurse and look over at Bluey while we nurse. (laughs) Whatever you need to do. Does Bluey know about this? Bluey would love this, okay? (laughs) She's wonderful. Um, By the way, Bluey and Bingo are girls, if you didn't know. Did not know that. So are Muffin and Socks. Everybody thinks they're all boys. Okay. (laughs) Hot tip. Yeah, just in case. Anyway, so, yeah, and, and my advice is relax and try to take advantage of the calm moments. You could also, if it really bothers you how much baby nurses at night, um, work on a little bit of night weaning. We've talked about that in a couple of recent episodes, but that often changes how much baby is nursing during the day if they start nursing less at night. I love it. Good luck. I, I love when the answer is relax and release anxiety. Yes. <laughs> Me too. 
Okay, so let's get into these bloopers because we have a lot. Yeah, I think we have like over 60 stories that people sent in. We are not going to read them all today because, wow. The number of stories submitted should tell you that these things are bound to happen. And I'm going to keep all of these stories anonymous for obvious reasons today. And I sincerely thank everyone who shared. I'm excited. I haven't read all of these. so. <laughs> well, this one, I'm going to start by calling us out a little bit. <laughs> So this mishap is actually a little bit our fault, Maureen. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this uh, this gal says, I was getting my car fixed at the dealership, and the Bluetooth speaker was connected to my phone. Oh, no. I, are, <laughs> I already know this is bad. They turned on the car to move it, and it triggered my podcast to start playing, but I couldn't hear it because I was in the lobby. <laughs> it was playing so loud over the car speaker. The podcast episode, The Do's and Don'ts of Nipple Shields. <laughs> It might be my proudest moment. The look on the text faces when they brought my car back around. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Sorry. Um, hopefully they got some education about nipple shields. Love that. They're like, what was that? Some kind of sex thing? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Hey, baby. You want me to get you a nipple shield? Oh, my goodness. I have had many unfortunate moments involving Bluetooth um, speaker and headphone devices and things oh, I was listening yeah. to, especially when um, I had it on my headphones and, like, didn't realize it was still playing and it would, like, play on my phone out loud to everybody. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> I think the funniest Bluetooth story I've ever heard in my life was a nurse that I used to work with and her neighbor got this brand new surround sound outdoor system put in for, like, outdoor patio time. Mm -hmm. And this guy was older and did not realize that his computer was connected to it. Oh, and no. so... Every night at about the same time oh, no. when this nurse and her husband oh, were no, drinking no, wine on no. their deck, they would start to hear, oh, oh, oh my because God. like his porn that he was watching <laughs> was going through the Bluetooth and hooking up to the patio speakers. And they were like, every night, Bob, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, I get it. You got to have a little wind down, I you guess. know, but maybe not over Bluetooth yeah. speaker in the backyard. She's like, how do I even address this? Oh. It has to stop. I'm happy for him, but oh my God. Okay, you read this one. Okay. When I first had my son, my sister was over, sitting next to me on the couch watching TV. I was very engorged. My son was like a week, maybe two weeks old. I started having a letdown and didn't notice on the side that my son was not nursing from. And the washcloth slipped down and there was a steady stream of milk going onto my sister's leg. Um, on her pants, and it just absolutely soaked her before either of us noticed. We always bring it up and laugh about it now that she has a baby of her own six years later and is nursing her. <laughs> oh my gosh, those first couple weeks of engorgement, you Oof. could you could hit the other side of the room with those things half I the time. I have done that. My <laughs> whenever my um, son was pestering me in the like couple days postpartum right after my milk came in I would squirt him and he would run out of the room oh my gosh that's too much okay you ready yes I was in the middle of nursing and I was alone so I couldn't put the baby down I guess I could have but I didn't I don't know why we know why we know why <laughs> I couldn't make it to the bathroom so I pulled my pants down put a diaper in my underwear and peed <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, what's the difference between that and the diaper you wore postpartum? Come on. Yeah. I mean, accidents happen. It is what it is. You know, at least you made it into a diaper. I'm fine with that. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my goodness. 
Okay, let's pick another. All right. Baby number two was six weeks old when we made him tag along with us to an outdoor church festival based around the Winter Olympics as it was a family event. It was chilly, but we're in the south, so it wasn't frigid. Baby boy was all toasty in his layers, his fleece bear suit, and the baby carrier up next to mommy, so when I put my cover on to nurse him, a precious grandfatherly man on the church staff thought I had just covered him for warmth. I have the Bebe Ole cover, so the neck has a wire in it, so it keeps it open so you can see baby. And up walks this sweet old man with a massive grin on his face to come see my new baby. And he looks straight down inside the cover. And his face turned red, and he apologized profusely. But honestly, you know, the bear suit kind of covered most of anything anyway. It didn't bother me. But for, like, three months at church, he turned beet red when he saw me. Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine him coming over to like literally peek inside and he like realizing sticks her his whole, whole head out. in there? That's so <laughs> Oh, I love that. And the Whoops. fact that it's a church event too. Perfect. It's just even better. Perfect. Okay, this one says My husband was in a stage where he was always taking pictures of me and my daughter. I wish my husband would get Seriously. in that phase. I had a cancer diagnosis right after mm. I had her. He tried to capture everything for us. I had just finished nursing her, and we were playing on the couch. She was laughing, and it was a really cute and warm moment. He thought so as well and sent the picture to both of our families. I asked him to send it to me later, and it turns out I'd forgotten to put Lefty away. <laughs> Thank God no one mentioned it. We are all healthy and happy now, but he knows to double-check any pics for nip slips or whole boob slips. <laughs> Seriously though, oh my whenever God. whenever people ask me to take pictures like right postpartum for them, I try really hard to not include anything like that because I know no one's thinking about it when they're like, I'm going to send grandma this picture of oh, you and yeah. the baby. I'm like, should I like cover up the nipple so you don't accidentally send grandma like a full frontal? A full frontal? <laughs> As you're like naked on the bed postpartum. Oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> I am... Um, I have a story to add, not me, but a client of mine. This was like early pandemic, right? Everyone was just learning Zoom. Mm -hmm. She was breastfeeding and their church moved to Zoom, right? Oh, God. The first time she used it, she's sitting topless on her bed breastfeeding and she logs in and her camera automatically turns on. <laughs> and she had no idea <laughs> that Zoom was a two-way camera situation. Oh, Lord. And, you know, she was a little late to... To the service, so also lots of people were already there. Oh my gosh, that's so hilarious. I think she said she like threw her laptop off the bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> she just was so shocked. Anyway, guys, Jesus, take the now wheel. we all know three years later. <laughs> don't go to church. How to use Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. All right, this one says. When I was first learning how to breastfeed, I was not very discreet at all. Well, Fancies. yeah. Like, took my whole shirt off and everything because it was so hard. Get it. My husband had to duct tape a towel to cover the window <laughs> on our front door. But when I needed to nurse baby around my dad, he, coming from a place of respect, would try to give me privacy. And one day, in the middle of the day, as I was about to nurse, he got up and said, I'm going to go floss. <laughs> 
So now it's an ongoing joke in my family when I'm nursing babies. Someone says, I got to go floss. <laughs> Almost 14 months in, and I'm still not all that discreet, to be honest. I feel like that's your new family code word for when you, like, just are leaving a situation. Yeah. You're like, I have to floss. Yeah. Just leave. Everybody gets it. Flossing is very personal, too. <laughs> I mean... I'd almost rather nurse a baby in front of someone than floss would, in front of I them. I do not ever want to floss in front of anybody. That sounds horrible. My husband is a crazy flosser. He I can't watch. It. I can't watch. He don't do it. He does even. both sides mm. at the same time. Oh my god! I don't uh, even know how he does that. That makes me feel like vomiting. <laughs> like he takes it in like a a long Ooh. line and just goes down like both canines on the bottom. Like chuk, 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 chuk. I'm like, Ugh. oh my god! Just do one side at a time. <laughs> Flossing is such like a sensory nightmare for me that like even watching other people do it makes me feel bad. Yeah, I can't. I'm with you, and I'm Ugh. with her dad. <laughs> Okay, next one. Let's see. All right. I went to the movies last week. I nursed in the theater, and then I was parched, so I went to get a drink. I noticed a few prolonged stares. After the third person, I looked down, and my nursing hoodie flap was up. (laughs) You know the kind with the big circles around the boobs? (laughs) I wasn't exposed because I did have a tank top on, but I'm sure those men were wondering what kind of kinky fashion I was sporting. And then she um, she posted the gif of the Mean Girls Regina George with the holes cut out of the boobs <laughs> of the tank top. Yeah, the white beater with the, the purple bra underneath where she's just like, oh, well. And then everyone starts doing yeah, it. Yeah, I have absolutely done that where I, like, left, like, the nursing shirt kind of open. And, like, the my bra was on and whatever, but it was just, like, mm-hmm. kind of weird looking. Yeah, you're just like, well, you didn't mean to do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, these are so good. But we're going to take a quick break to thank a couple sponsors. And when we get back, we're going to tell you some more entertaining breastfeeding mishaps to make your day. Let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor, Aeroflow. Aeroflow is your one-stop shop to get the most popular breast pumps and accessories through your insurance. Yeah, so don't let your insurance go to waste. Why don't you let Aeroflow do all the dirty work for you? You never have to call your insurance when you use Aeroflow, and they remind you when you're eligible for free replacement parts. Yep, so when you're tired in your postpartum period and you're wondering why your pump isn't working as well, you might get a text that says, did you know you need replacement parts? And you say, I did not know that. You push a button and boom, they show up at your door. Thanks, Aeroflow. Thank you so much. Go ahead and check out the link to Aeroflow in our show notes and order your pump through them. Heather, have I told you about my new favorite place to get nursing bras? Oh, tell me. It's called the Dairy Fairy. The Dairy Fairy offers bras and tanks that try to solve the challenges that come with nursing and pumping. Their ingenious intimates are beautiful, supportive, and can be worn all day long. Oh, you're allowed to look good and feel good about yourself while wearing a nursing bra? Absolutely. And they offer sizes up to a 52G. (gasps) Oh, amazing. I'm so glad a company has finally realized that a D cup is not a large. Absolutely. And it's so affirming to feel included in sizing and not feel like I'm asking for too much that clothing fits my body. Well, what else do we get? Well, if you guys follow the link in our show notes, you can use the code MILKMINUTE at checkout for free shipping on all domestic orders. Thank you so much, Dairy Fairy. Absolutely. Once again, that's the link in our show notes and use the code MILKMINUTE for free shipping on all domestic orders. Okay, welcome back, everybody. I hope you got your giggle box ready. 
So here we go. This girl says, oh man, I think I was two weeks postpartum when for some reason I went to a Qigong class. It was my first kid. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So it's a small class, just me, the instructor, and two men. We start doing this deep breathing exercise with our eyes closed, and one of the others is like, um, ma'am. I looked down, and I had let down and completely soaked <laughs> two big milky circles around each boob, like drenched. <laughs> if I remember right, I just left and went back home to my baby. <laughs> Kong. The funniest part of that is not the letdown. It's that she was like going to a Kong class two weeks postpartum. Dude, well, I mean, we all we're dude, trying did the so weirdest hard stuff with our first babies. We're all we just, just trying tried so hard. way too hard. <laughs> Seriously, though. All right, next. I was nursing the baby on my porch once when he was like three months old, and the Amazon guy showed up. I went to the fence to grab the package and had a whole conversation about my baby, his twins, life, etc. Um, five or so minutes later, when he left, I realized I had no shirt on and <laughs> way too small of a nursing bra because my boobs became super massive after my milk came in. Um, shout out to Tone of the Amazon driver for being so cool. <laughs> I mean, my God, like the sleep deprivation at that point, you just like walk up completely butt-ass naked to get your packages and you're like, dude, I don't know. I... Thank goodness um, I – the only neighbors that are close to us are, like, good friends of ours because in – so when Lyra was, like, two months old, Ivan had to go out of town to work for a whole month. Um, and there was some point um, my neighbor Jesse knocked on the door. It was probably because, like, his kid wanted to play with mine. And I opened it literally just in underwear nursing the baby. And I was just like, hey, what's up? This is what is happening today. I have not had a husband for like a week and my house is a disaster. You want to take my kid? That would be great. Yeah. And he's like, I'll take Griffin and see you later. He was unfazed. That's too good. (laughs) Yeah. My husband, whenever I would get up to go answer the door for the FedEx guy, he'd be like, "Uh, babe, your boob's out. (laughs) Check your boob. Thanks, Cash. Always have our best interest at heart. Yep. He's got my front and my back. (laughs) All right, so this girl says, We temporarily lived in an apartment above my partner's family business, a real estate office. I was an exclusive pumper, and when my son was first born, I would set my pump on our coffee table in our living room to pump directly above my father and brother-in-law's office. They thought the vibrations they were hearing were in service of something other than pumping my breast milk. My brother-in-law had a few drinks on our family vacation and spilled the beans on what they thought I was up to every two to three hours, newly postpartum, while looking after a newborn on my own at that and said, I just thought you were being really healthy. <laughs> that is such a typical man thing to do. It really is because masturbating like 12 times a day would be like their idea of healthy. They're like, I don't know. She had that baby and she just couldn't just- stop touching herself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all feel that way. Yes. So rhythmic. <laughs> pulsating. Truly. No, let me tell y'all, nobody uses the pulsating setting on your vibrator. <laughs> we just all go right for the because <laughs> we don't have time. We, we just do don't not have, have time. the time. We don't have the time. Oh my god, I love that one. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> okay, who get it together? Okay, I went to a brew fest when my son was about seven months old. Good for you. I pumped under my nursing cover while sitting at a table by myself. Random guy comes over and starts trying to hit on me. Eventually, he asked why I didn't get up to get another beer, and I said, because I'm pumping. 
Then my husband came and sat next to me, and the guy had had enough embarrassment and left. I'm shocked he knew what that was. Like, yeah. that he actually knew what you meant when you were like, sorry, dude, I'm pumping. But honestly, girl, you still got it. I know. That's great. Like, feel flattered. Yeah. That's great. I would have loved that, Absolutely. actually. I would have given him a little squirt. <laughs> I'm kind of naughty like that, though. Okay, so this one says, When baby boy was in the NICU, I would sometimes pump by his bedside. One time, I popped on the flanges and turned on the pump, and a few minutes later, I felt wetness in my lap. In my postpartum NICU mom fog, I'd forgotten to hook up the bottles and had a nice puddle of milk all over my pants. And, of course, I had no other clothes to change into. Dude, we've all been there. That sucks. My neighbor told me about that one day because we both had babies of the same age. And she was like, I just, I looked down and I realized why my feet were wet. It was my milk. (laughs) So annoying. Yeah, I've done that before where I've Mm -hmm. been like, oh, I don't have bottles. What am I going to do? I guess Ziploc bags. I I guess. (laughs) So annoying. Okay. Let me set the scene for you. It was our first day back from the hospital. My milk was just in, and I was focused on collecting every single precious drop for my newborn. My sister brings over my three-year-old niece to meet the new baby. Everyone's having a lovely night. I finish pumping a whole one of those little bottles they give you in the hospital, a huge, huge feat at the time. Go to use the bathroom, feeling great. I'll have that milk on him, you know, after nursing baby later. Get back to the couch, and my niece... Has her head back, chugging the freshly pumped milk like it is fine wine. Oh, my God. Girl. (laughs) She was like, thanks, auntie. Oh, man. (laughs) For this little shot of milk. I don't even know. Like, that, ha-ha, but also, like, like, postpartum rage. Yes. Like, I would have get cried. your fucking kid out of here. 100% would be sobbing on the floor after that. Be like, Good oh, Lord. really? Oh, you're just going to let your kid chug my breast milk? <laughs> yeah, that would be rough. That would be rough. <laughs> okay, this is the last one, sadly. This one says, my grandma has someone from the church come over and give her communion every week. Wow. I was sitting on the couch nursing my son to sleep when she came. As I was talking to her about her new grandchild, I looked down to notice my nipple hanging out and my son fast asleep, not latched. I flashed a woman of God. (laughs) You know what, honey? How many many paintings of Mary breastfeeding Jesus have you seen? Uh, Jesus definitely breastfed. Bazillion of them. You're fine. You're good to go. God loves it. Yeah. And if she doesn't... Whatever. She does. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. These were great. I had a really good time. Absolutely. This is very funny. We needed a little lighthearted thing for April Fools. If you guys loved this um, and laughed so hard you peed your pants a little bit, let us know. Maybe we'll do another blooper reel for you because we all need like a little bit of laughter. We do. We really do. All right. Well, um, let's take a quick break and then uh, we'll do our award in the alcove. Do you have a baby that struggles with excessive gas, fussiness, colic, and general sleep problems? Well, I did, but then I used Avivo probiotics. Avivo is a pediatrician-approved probiotic for babies that's even used in NICUs on the gentlest tummies all over the United States. It is an amazing, unique product that contains a specific strain of B. infantis that we need to digest human milk oligosaccharides. 
that's actually 15% of breast milk that your baby will then be able to utilize, whereas if you don't have the bacteria, there's so much extra in the gut, which is why American babies poop like 10 times a day <laughs> more than babies that are colonized with B. infantis. I have personally seen this probiotic help my baby and the babies of many of my clients. And frankly, if we're dealing with any of these symptoms, it is the first thing I go to. And the best part is it's not like any other probiotic that we would take when we're sick or taking antibiotics where you take it every time you go through antibiotics for the rest of your life. If you give your baby Evivo in the first 100 days of life, it actually colonizes in their gut and becomes a part of their immune system, which then they can pass to the next generation. And this is how we make change, y'all. Evivo is amazing because it's gonna safeguard your baby's health today and give you peace of mind in the future. Check out Avivo Probiotics through the link in our show notes. And enter code MILKMINUTE for $10 off. Oh, hey, friends. Oh, hey, welcome back. Here's an award for you. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This award goes to Susie Halverson from our Facebook group. Susie says, My exclusively breastfed five-month-old daughter finally started taking bottles at daycare after a month. She now loves the bottle and the boobies. Now to get control of the nipple biting when she is distracted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, big feet, Susie. My goodness. Uh, I'm giving you the persnickety payoff award because, (laughs) my goodness, what a finicky situation. Some of these babies are persnickety as heck, and um, they're just not easy to deal with. So good job. It sounds like you guys are doing some amazing stuff. Yes, absolutely. And we'll close with an Apple review and we read every single one and they really do help the show. So thank you so much for writing in. Um, This is from Rural Midwife and the title is Grateful Midwife. Thank you so much for this podcast. As a CPM, I have greatly appreciated your podcast and all I've learned. I only have basic breastfeeding training, and this has been quite helpful to keep up my learning on how to educate and better serve my clients, and I love referring episodes for them to listen to. Aw, thanks, babes. We love that. Yes. I love helping other midwives out. Um, Because then it's exponential. Yeah. You know, then they tell clients who tell friends. Exactly. It's, it's wonderful. It's dream. Thank you for spreading it. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, and, you know, we just became BFF, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the way we change this big system that's not set up for breastfeeding families is to educate ourselves, laugh at ourselves, laugh at our friends and with our mm-hmm. friends, and definitely laugh at our partners. <laughs> Um, if you guys just laugh so hard you peed your pants this episode, please consider joining our Patreon. Um, for as little as 25 cents an episode, you can help us make this podcast hilarious and informative and happen every week. Patreon.com slash Milk Minute Podcast. All right, everyone. Thank you so much and have a happy April Fool's Day. Bye, besties. It's a minute.